Welcome to Safer Roads by Protective Insurance. Expertise to help you protect your fleet. Hello, and welcome to Safer Roads, presented by Protective Insurance. On this show, we sit down with experts from Protective to dive into the information they've gathered working as dedicated members of the transportation community over the last 100 years. These thought leaders and industry experts will share their experiences protecting people and supporting safer roads. My name is Rudy Salo, and I'm a lawyer in a large U.S. law firm where I advise on financing infrastructure and transportation systems throughout the U.S. I'm also a Forbes.com transportation contributor, public speaker, law professor, and podcaster. Joining me on the show today is a very wonderful guest, manager of loss prevention and safety services here at Protective Insurance, Jay Woodward. Jay joins me to discuss return to work programs and how they are impacting drivers across the country. So get ready for Safer Roads, brought to you by Protective Insurance. Welcome, Jay. Can you tell me a little bit about your role as manager of loss prevention and safety services when it comes to creating safer roads here at Protective? Sure. The team and I work with uh, our insured clients and provide resources for continuous improvement in safety and compliance, where we would also um, instruct our underwriting team of the great things our clients are doing through the policy term. So today we're discussing return to work programs. Now, this is something that is a very important topic when it comes to keeping our roads safe and our drivers happy. Can you give a little background on what a return to work program actually is? Sure. A return to work program is to provide employees who cannot return to their regular job with modified or transitional duty during their medical recovery period. Modified transitional duty is temporary work that is with the employee's physical abilities, their knowledge and skills. Employees with accepted disabling workers' compensation claims are eligible for such a program. A return-to-work program involves coordination by the injured employee, the workers' claims adjuster, the treating physician, and the appropriate employer representative. And what are the benefits of a return-to-work program? That's a good question. There's, there's many benefits. So they would include the increased likelihood of employees returning to work. Injured employees who remain off work longer than six months have only about a 50% likelihood of ever returning to their job. That likelihood decreases to less than 10% if the time loss exceeds one year. Injured employees also return to work 50% sooner in companies that have a well-managed return-to-work program, including transitional duty. Up to 90% of injured employees go back to work within the four days of the injury. Also reduce claims cost up to 70%. Not only are loss days reduced, but studies show medical costs are also reduced. Also, there's a faster recovery period. Good return-to-work programs treat work as therapy in order to help the employee recover up to three times faster than if they were to have stayed home. Reduced reduced award costs, the potential for an employee to become 
totally and permanently disabled is greatly decreased. And reduced litigation. Employees are less likely to feel that their rights have been violated, causing them to engage a lawyer less when, when they're working with an employer on a return to work program. And then also avoiding hiring and training a replacement worker. Temporary labor can be expensive, especially when the new worker has to be trained on the position. And reduce fraud. Return to work programs demonstrate that getting injured doesn't necessarily mean getting paid for being out of work. And it also increases employee morale. Return to work programs are a testament that employees are a valuable company asset rather than a disposable resource. And this shows that the, the company cares about the injured employee. And lastly, it's probably, it's very effective. More than 90% of employers using return to work programs say that they are effective in returning the injured employee back to work quickly. A lot of benefits, both for the employer and the employee. So that's terrific. I'm sure there's probably even more that we're, we didn't even touch upon. What, what are the, uh, what are the steps, if you will, to creating a, a really solid return to work program? So you would need to develop a detailed written program. Many workers' comp insurers, a company would need to develop a detailed written program. Many workers' comp insurance companies can help with that so you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You would need to assign a responsible person for the company and maybe even a committee. Develop instructions on how to obtain information from the treating physician collaborate with the employer's insurance carrier's adjuster, educate employees about their rights and their obligations within the process, and in training the managers and supervisors about their roles and responsibilities. That's probably one of the most important ones to make sure that the supervisors know this is a good thing for the company. There used to be an old stigma that employers would put on injured employees that were working on mock duty and everyone around them would be treating them like they weren't really fulfilling their obligation at work and they weren't contributing. But that's, that's, that shouldn't be the case with a, a proper return to work program. You just, you just referred to something as mod duties. Is that, I assume that's another way of saying light duty activities. And do companies ever struggle to identify what could qualify light duty activities? Yes, absolutely they do. Mod duty is, it's modified duty. It's something that's within the limits of their disabling injury as directed by a treating physician. While they, let's say if it's an injured driver, if he has a, he or she has a, a foot injury, you can't necessarily drive a truck. In fact, I would recommend that they provide transportation to get the injured worker into the location to where they're going to perform modified duty at all costs. There's a job accommodation network that the U.S. Department of Labor has on the website. It's called GAAN, JAN. Um, it, it provides accommodation ideas, so publication resources. It has a searchable online accommodation resource. There's other ones, so um, ADA Center, there's 10 different regional centers that refer 
consultation and technical assistance for placing modified duty. There's different various nonprofit companies that would accept a worker should the should the main company not have a position that that accommodates the injured. Obviously, this is a transportation focused podcast and you're a transportation focused insurance company. So why are return to work programs so important for the transportation industry? Mainly is the the actual number of jobs that are open. There's a there's a under capacity, if you will, for for drivers, good drivers. So when we lose a driver out of the force, it's very important that we get that driver back to work as, as soon as possible, allowing the treating physician to work with a modified duty program. And it's it's important to get to get the employee back to work on their original job that they chose. That's important for us. Yeah, I guess it just goes to the supply chain issues that the United States is facing today. Obviously, truck drivers, the trucking industry, the transportation industry plays a huge role in that. And anybody that gets, there's many opening job openings there. So one worker being injured can actually have an impact on that chain of goods going throughout the entire country. So it's, so obviously that's one reason returning employees to work is so important in the first place. But are there any other reasons that you can think of? why it's so important that they do? Yeah, returning the worker to work, but having a good return to work program. I remember I studied the study that 90% of the injured employees go back to work within four days of the original injury. It reduces the claims expense, it reduces the medical bills, and it gets, it gets the employer back to work on their chosen profession. It's a win three ways. And what are some of the ways that these programs find meaningful and suitable work for workers coming back to the workplace from injury or illness? Typically, if they, like I said, 90% return to work in four days. So we're really trying to focus in on that modified duty at another location for the other ones who, who may not return to work so quickly. But we need to have them feel like a contributing member of society within this program so that they they treat their work as therapy. And it's not just physical, it's mental as well. So when you're contributing and you're productive, you feel better about yourself. So trying to find anything at all that would match up to the, the, to the abilities in modified duty is very important. The typically a worker's comp insurance carrier could help along with the treating physician could the health company was trying to find an appropriate modified duty for the employee. Very interesting that you say that, the, the work is therapy. Like, quite honestly, Jay, I've never heard that before, but the moment you said it, it immediately made sense to me because I'm thinking if somebody is injured and they're isolated at home and all they're around, let's just say that maybe there's very few people at home or maybe they're alone they can ruminate on that injury. They can they can just keep going over about how the injury happened, and they're not going to advance in their um, in in getting better in their healing. Uh, sometimes having the social aspect of work, I'm sure that's what you're referring to about the work as therapy, right? And, and there's there's also information that could spiral a person into depression, depending on also the 
the medication they're on for the pain and them just feeling not productive and stuck at home. And you can imagine that dark place affects everybody differently, but it still affects people to some degree or another. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. And do you have any examples of a strong return to work program? We have a template that we guide our insureds through a process of, of meeting the credentials of why it's important, who would manage it, who needs training. And we actually work with them on developing a program or work with them on making the program they have a little bit more robust so that everybody, everybody comes from a different beginning. We help our, our insureds individually with their needs or success stories that everyone that I've worked with ends up implementing what we would consider a very robust return to work program. Yeah, piggybacking on that, have you personally helped any protective customers create a program for their business? Yes. It is the job of all of our loss prevention representatives, uh, not just uh, the managers, that, that we provide a service that's, that's suitable to each client. Each client has their own sophistication based on the size of the company. So we meet them where they are. We develop programs and help them move the ball down the field, if you will, up to a point where we are inspecting the return to work activity within the program, should there have been an injured employee fall within the guidelines of that process. It's terrific to hear. It's very meaningful work. So with COVID-19 causing everyone to work from home, the feeling of returning to work has been changed for a lot of people. Jake, can you mention how you, a few ways of how you could help companies that you work with motivate employees to return to work? I think the biggest motivation is education. So I think once, once a stakeholder, let's say it's the injured employee, once they hear how the program benefits them, then they're more likely to participate in the program. The same on the other side of the coin, once a company understands how it benefits their bottom line or their work morale or their status in the industry, then they come on board as well. We just need to understand the audience and speak directly to the audience when we're trying to encourage people to make change. In your opinion, how effective are return to work programs? In going over the benefits, I think they're very effective. It's the effectiveness is as great as each company's effort that they put forth in, into the training of the program, making it visible, educating the employees of their rights and responsibilities of the program, and communicating with the treating physician. So that's very important. So Jay, in closing, how do you see tools like a strong return to work program dovetailing into contributing to safer roads for future drivers and people already on the road? So if, a, if an injured employee is well-treated and has modified duty, recovers thoroughly, they're put back in the truck quicker and they're a healthy driver, returning to work in the equipment that they're used to driving, maybe in the places where they're used to driving as well. So we think the, that kind of familiarity 
creates safer ruts, along with a, a healthy driver who's recovered well. And in, 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 in a better mental state, as we discussed, which is helpful where work comes in as therapy. That makes a lot of sense, Jay. Hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. That's all the questions that we had, Jay. Was there anything that you wanted to backfill with or ask or say anything in addition? Mm, no, Rudy, I think we've covered it. I appreciate all your questions. They're, it's a great program. And if a company isn't aware of such a program, I would highly encourage them to reach out to their workers' comp insurance carrier and to get up to speed. Me too. I agree. It may still need to get those need to get those drivers back on our roads because we need them and they're a very important part of our economy. So let's help them out. And that is all the time we have today. I want to say a big thank you to Jay Woodward for being on the show today to discuss the importance of return to work programs. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Remember to keep an ear out for the next episode of Safer Roads 2. I'm Rudy Sallow, and this has been Safer Roads by Protectives Insurance.